Hi, and welcome to episode 17 of the Faxon blog and podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have another special guest. We've just been super, super uh, fortunate to have some really great guests recently and on-site location stuff. But today uh, we get to talk to Ryan from Crimson Trace. And if you are new to the firearms community or you've been around forever, you know that Crimson Trace really has made their name over the last couple of decades doing things with lights and lasers and even having their stuff in movies and so on. But they have also been in the optics game as of late. And one of the questions that we always get is, you know, what optic do you recommend? What optic did you put on that gun for that photo? All that kind of stuff. So Ryan's going to walk us kind of with a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, but as well as go into some more of the applicational parts of choosing lights, lasers, and optics for your firearm. And you are going to want to stick around round until the end of the podcast because they have given us some awesome giveaways that you aren't going to want to miss three really great products for that and in case you haven't already heard the mustang limited edition rifle is live and waiting for you to pick it up as a piece of facts and history are paying homage to the p51 mustangs of the world war ii era you could visit episodes 13 and 14 on those if you are interested in learning a little bit more about what went into the process of getting them to market. So without any further ado, please enjoy our conversation with Ryan from Crimson Trace. All right. So Ryan, before we get started, if you wouldn't mind just, uh, you know, telling the folks in our audience, you know, who you are and, and what you do for Crimson Trace. Yeah. So my name is Ryan Donahue. So I'm the director of brand management over here. Um, and daily basis handle everything on the product side. So all of our new products on our lasers, light sites, and scopes, as well as the fun marketing side. So two sides of the coin and that's my day to day. For sure. Now, how long have you been with Crimson Trace? Has it been uh, a while? Three years. Three, three years. years. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I think pretty much everybody, even folks who aren't in, you know, the, the firearms industry kind of recognize that, that CT logo, especially on, you know, lights and lasers and, and things of that variety. But you, you really have a lot more than that uh, to offer, especially when it comes to, you know, optics and, and things of that sort. Yeah, we, um, so this year is our 26th year. Last year we celebrated our 25th anniversary. Um, so this year uh, has been a special one for us too, because we've been rolling out more and more products. But what you're alluding to, because I'm sure your fans have seen them on a whole bunch of your facts and guns that you guys are putting out there, is that we got into the sights and scopes game. So Crimson Trace has been known for 25 years that if you were gonna put a laser or put a light on your gun, that was the company you were gonna turn to. Um, so we've been in the game for more than two decades. And we decided that it was time to get into some other stuff. So when, when did that come about? Like as far as the product development for uh, you we've know, been, sites we've and scopes, been, we've been working on it for a while. Yeah. Um, really just trying to pick out, you know, it wasn't something where we wanted to jump in um, mildly and come out with like, Hey, let's, let's just launch a scope or let's launch two scopes. Um, so it was two years ago at chat show that we launched, we had 12 scope SKUs 
which we've been expanding on. And we had launched five uh, red dots. So we didn't just take, you know, a one or two approach. We decided to really jump in. And I think this year at SHOT Show, you know, your friends and, you know, different people that are watching the show, you're going to see some more really crazy stuff coming from CT. Yeah, that's great. You know, and, and that's, that's the thing, the, the whole optics market for firearms. I, I think when people enter the firearms market and as we're experiencing right now, we've talked about the show, talked about on the show for several weeks is there's so many new gun owners in yep. America now, uh, just due to the pandemic, due to the protests, due to all the civil unrest and things that yeah. are going on. And it happens every single time there's some sort of upheaval, if you will, you yep. know, whether it's things like new legislation or calibers being banned. Obviously the folks in Canada, you know, we had some, you know, importers in Canada that had to cancel some stuff because of their, you know, recent legislative actions. You know, there's always with that kind of a new group, a new generation of people who kind of jump into gun ownership. And I, I think personally, the two biggest questions are, okay, what gun do I choose? And then quickly followed is, what else do I need? You know, when it comes to the, especially when it comes, you know, disregarding, although they're important, disregarding, you know, things like safes and holsters and stuff, which they need too. But when it comes to the actual tactical usage, people are going, do I need a light? Do I need a laser? Do I need an optic? If so, what kind? Um, You know, so when you guys are picking out what products you want to bring to market, you know, does that ever cross your mind at all? Are you looking at who are the kind of the new people who are just getting started who need a product? And then who are the people that, you know, we're hoping that have been, you know, a firearms owner for their whole life, you know, would, yeah, would they I bring think themselves that's a, in? That's a great, great question. And I think that's kind of a twofold one, which we can talk about two very different products for. So um, we were honored this year, even though the show didn't happen with all the stuff that's going on right now. Right. So we were honored this year that we won the best new accessory um, from the NRA. We won the Golden Bullseye Award for our laser saddle. And, um, the laser saddle is a perfect product, you know, to lead down that segue of what you were talking about. So we knew that there were all these people out there that new firearms owners or people that were purchasing the, you've seen them, the shockwave and the TAC 14, Mm -hmm. they're not really shotguns. They're called like any other firearm or whatever, whatever classification they're in. So it's not an actual shotgun. So that gun, if you've seen it, you, you shoot it from your hip. You're not shooting from, um, you know, a high ready position, low ready position, you're shooting it from your hip. And the problem with that is that you wind up shooting in this upward trajectory. So what happens is the, the trail is you, you tend to shoot high. So you're not realizing where that gun is pointing because at your waist, it really is in this upward angle. So we said, Hey, can we make a laser for this gun? And if we're going to make it, where the heck can we put a laser on this thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And we wound up coming out with the laser saddle and um, it basically is a kind of a side saddle attachment for there for the shotgun that goes over the top. It still leaves the side open so that you can run caddies or whatever it is that you want to run on the shotgun. But um, it became one of those products that everybody said, Hey, if I'm buying this firearm, I need this accessory for the gun. Um, Because a lot of people got those things home and they went to go and shoot them and they were like, huh, I thought a shotgun spread out all over the place and I can't hit my target. Right. For sure. Um, And, and I, and I mean, when you're talking about just even, you know, folks who are getting into, let's say their everyday carry handguns. 
Sure. And something that I think once you're at least in it for a little while, you start realizing um, how necessary and important having a light um, on yeah. your sidearm is, having a, a laser, something that's good. I mean, there's all kinds of studies. It's like, you know, if you get a light that strobes and it messes people up and, sure. you know, it, it helps you. But, you know, I, I just think, you know, right now I'm home with my family and I put my, you know, I put my EDC in my bedside safe. And if it's dark and if it's, I need to navigate my home, uh, you yep. know, God forbid something were to happen, you know, I need more than just, you know, the, my basic, you know, fiber site on there, uh, in, in the middle of the night. What are, what are some of more the, the popular models uh, sure. that you guys so do for EDC? The, I actually have my bedside gun is, is your, uh, your gun, the FX-19. That's a solid um, choice. <laughs> yeah, a solid choice. Um, and I actually put on there one of our brand new, um, lasers. It's the CMR 207. So it's a weapons leg with a laser and we make it in red and green. Now I happen to be a person who's a big fan of the paddle switches. Mm -hmm. So I like having that on my gun. It's handy paddle switches because I believe that, you know, this finger is for nothing more than the trigger. And this is how I do my activation usually with my thumb um, right. for the paddles to turn on and off. But we Crimson Trace became known in the industry because of something that we have called instinctive activation. So what that is, is when you naturally grip the firearm, we actually have a little sensor on the handle of the firearm where when you naturally grip, it activates the light or the laser. Now, some people have said, you know, hey, what if I don't want it to turn on? What if I don't want it to turn off? So it all has to do with the pressure in your grip, whether you want to turn it on and off. It has a master switch on it. So if you didn't want it on at all for that particular moment, you could turn it off. But I will tell you this, um, you know, I've had a lot, a lot of training in my life. And if you are ever in a scenario where you have to deploy that firearm in a defensive scenario, um, I don't care who you are, you're going to look at the target, right? What, mm -hmm. what are we taught all the time is that, right? Concentrate mm -hmm. on that front side. If that bad person is out there, you're going to be looking to see what that person is doing. Um, so what happens is you have that laser as a secondary sighting system where you can see that the dot is on their chest or wherever it needs to be so that you know exactly where that bullet is going to go if you had to make that awful call. When you are maybe even not just talking to, you know, prospective customers and clients, I mean, maybe you're talking to family members and friends and, and they get, you know, their first, you know, handgun, especially since obviously any poll you look at shows that, you know, handguns and shotguns pretty yep. much outsell just about everything else on the market. Absolutely. When, when you are, you know, talking to those folks, what are some of the recommendations that, that you make uh, to them and making that decision? You know, what, what style do I need? Do I do, go red? Do I go green? You know, what, what, what kind of, kind of groundwork do you lay with them? So if we start with the, the laser color, um, I will tell you that any day of the week, I would choose green over red. Um, red is a great laser, don't get me wrong. Red is is cheaper than green because the diodes for the green cost a lot more money than the, than the red themselves. But I would tell you that the red is worth... Um, it's weight in gold and the green is just a little bit better because the human eye can see uh, the green color spectrum better than any other color. So what happens is 
bright daylight. So you're out in Texas, you're out in Florida, you're out in any of these places that, you know, it looks like you're walking around on the sun. You're going to be able to see that green laser outside in the day. The red tends to get a little bit washed out. Um, at nighttime scenarios, they're both awesome. And if I had to make a call at night, I probably would pick green or I'm sorry, red, because it is a little bit more sensitive on your eyes and the green kind of is, whoa, it'll blow um, up real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you, you see, you definitely see it right away. Um, so that's, that's my pick on that. I would go with a green over the red. And then as far as adding a light, I would say, why wouldn't you want to have the light as an integrated piece? So get, you know, the laser with the light combo. And then on all of our lasers, you can choose whether you want light only, laser only, both light and laser or adding the laser with strobe, which, so you have that setting to be able to cycle through and choose whatever one that you feel that you want to use. Now, something that I've seen uh, on your guys's website, and it just it was just me browsing as a customer was, that I thought was really interesting was your laser grips. Yep. Um, and uh, and I think that's such uh, such a, a neat concept, and especially when you're talking about um, you know different handguns that maybe don't have a pick style rail underneath sure. or things like that. And obviously, you have them in, in several configurations. But you know, uh, knowing that I've only been professionally in the firearms business not even a full year so forgive my you know idiocy yeah. on this but how long has the the laser grips uh, you know been on the market and, and kind of how that came in for 15 20 years gotcha. so um what happened with those is really for one of the most popular firearms platform out there back in the day was the 1911 right so mm-hmm. a lot of 1911s don't have rails so how are we going to get a laser on this particular firearm Um, so we started making the actual grip panels that go on there and the laser sits just above the grip panel. And then, you know, lasers and grips and firearms, it's a personal thing. People like to modify them. People like to make them look custom. I mean, you guys are in the market of making these crazy, beautiful looking barrels and different things that are out there. So we said, Hey, why would we just have, you know, a black panel option for 1911s? Let's do G10. Let's do Rosewood. Let's do all these different looks. I mean, the G10 one is one of my favorites. It's like this grayish uh, black kind of feature that's on there. So, and those are available in red and green, but it, it does, it, it just basically exactly what it says. It's a grip for the firearm. And then again, they all have that instinctive activation. So as soon as you grip the gun, it turns on. Yeah, I think that's so great. Even on, you know, people who are modifying or maybe making their own 80 percenters or whatever, if they yep. have something like that and they have other accessories that they want to put on the front, you know, if they do have a rail or whatever, I just think it, it opens yeah. up a lot of a lot of different, you know, options. And like you said, it's it's also about, you know, how you grip. If, yep. if you have that kind of instinctive action on it, yeah. um, that's just, you know, one more touch point um, that you're not doing you know, some other fiddling and, and things with. Now that we've covered a bit of the classic stuff, the lasers and the lights, let's go ahead and talk a bit about your guys's optics. If you go to crimsontrace.com, they're going to want to click uh, rifle scopes, I believe, um, to see all of that. But, but what do you have uh, first for us to highlight? Yeah, so I actually, you know, I always have a couple of little things hanging out in the office. So this is one of the first, very first prototypes that we had from CT. So um, this is our 
one to five scopes. So the one to five and the one to eight um, both have the very similar reticle in there. Now I'm a, I'm a big competition shooter. I'm a big three gun guy and I absolutely love the reticle in here. So for people that are, um, they can go and check these out on the website. It's kind of interesting and hard to describe, but we're going to try and do it. So these are all first focal plane scopes. So in the scope world, you basically have a choice right away. So are you going to be, you know, get yourself a first focal plane scope or a second focal plane scope? So for those of you that kind of don't know what that means, um, super simple way to describe it is a second focal plane scope. You change the magnification on the scope and the target itself is what gets bigger or smaller. The crosshairs or the reticle stays the same size. With a first vocal plane scope, you can do some really cool stuff because the actual reticle scales with the magnification. So in this guy, the one to eight and the one to five, um, if you think of a, we have a big bright red ring with a dot in the center of it. And as you increase magnification, that red ring that is for quick targets. So, you know, three gun, shoot those targets really quick as you're running through the paper. And then when you need to be more precise and reach out, as you increase magnification at 3X, that big circle falls out of view and it almost looks like you have a brand new reticle in there. So your crosshairs for your milling reticle start to come up inside of there. If you can imagine that um, as that reticle is kind of increasing, this reticle that you didn't see before at 1X is actually hidden there so that you get to see it at five and at eight X. Um, so these are our one to five and one to eight, but we do have a entire gamut that runs across the line, everything all the way up to um, a three to 24 scope, which is our uh, big daddy one. It's a $2,000 optic um, Japanese glass. They're, they're impressive light transmission up to 98% light transmission across the board. Wow. Um, so we do have some impressive stuff in the optics category that we put on there. And also something um, really interesting. If you guys see a lot of people have asked us about this, why are these little white lines on the sides of your scope? Um, so we, we, we came up with this and I kind of call them my Christmas present lines. So my wife sometimes gets me some really cool Christmas presents, um, like optics. And I just want to go and throw it on the gun real quick. Right. And what, what usually happens is you have this black scope and you wind up putting it on there and it's kind of sitting like this or whatever on the, on the optic or it's just a little off and you go to pull the gun up and you're like, ah, it's just off. So you, you know, you get out all of the tools and you do the leveling and everything, but these will get you really close. So all you're doing is usually your scope rings, right? You're sitting in the bottom. It's a half of a crescent, put it in there and just get it matched up, torque it down. And I'd say you're 98% of the way there of having a level scope. That's uh that is definitely a, a form piece for the function that I, that has been over <laughs> overlooked for, for sure. Right. Uh, that, no, that's a, that's a fantastic idea. When, when you are going through these and um, you know, kind of, you, you mentioned three gun and competitive shooting, yep. but were there any other like specific applications that you guys were thinking of, you know, that you wanted to highlight different skews for, you know, is one particularly better for hunting, one for yeah. defense, one for like, which, which ones kind of fall into that category or did you try to bridge some gaps? Yeah. So we have basically two different categories for us. So we have, um, the CTL line. So crimson trace tactical line. So the CTLs are 
basically all for tactical shooting. So your PRS, your three gun, your competition style stuff, your, you know, long range, I'm going to go and try and shoot out to a mile kind of um, optics. And then you have your CSAs, so sporting optics. So those are the ones geared more towards um, the hunting and outdoor and different things like that. So we have a lot of different options across those lines. And then on that note, um, one of our highest selling ones, I actually have it sitting next to me here. So this is our um, design has been actually in a couple of movies so far. You're going to see it in a couple of the Netflix shows that are coming up. Um, But really interesting design. This is our battle site. Um, So it's fixed three and a half power and it has our own custom, all the reticles that we did across the line are our own in-house reticles. Cause just like you guys, you know, everybody that's in here is a shooter, different platform that they like to use. So we have all custom reticles across the line. So this has our BDC um, reticle in there with a triangle point at the top and it's fixed three and a half power and people are seeing it and, you know, for the price point that it's coming in at. And because of, I think the design itself, People are saying, hey, that thing looks really cool. I need to check that out. Are you at liberty to say what films that these are going to be showing up um, in? I, yeah, I can give you a, a little bit of a... Uh, so there's a, there's <laughs> a really great trivia. show. There's a really great show on the um, Disney uh, platform with um, the bounty hunter in it. And ah. um, if, you, if you know what I'm getting at, and this yeah. kind of looks very futuristic, uh, like something yes. that... Um, he may or may not use. Uh, so That's it's fun. on there. And then um, also a Netflix show about um, some superheroes that uh-huh. uh, are out. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have seen season one, but I'm not at liberty to tell you so, what that is. But I, I think I vaguely described for you. Yes. Um, reasonable doubt. Yeah. That's, uh, there's reasonable doubt there. <laughs> it may sure. or may not appear in those. Um, yeah. So Crimson has had, you know, a whole bunch of stuff with the movies um, back in the day. So um, Jurassic Park, all the Jurassic World, um, all those lasers when they're out hunting out in the middle of the uh, forest and all that stuff. Those are all our lasers. A lot of the stuff and a lot of the action film lasers and stuff is usually Crimson Trace. Very good. Now, Ryan, if, if people want to get more into the nitty gritty of your guys' products and things of that variety, is crimsontrace.com the, the best place to go? Is there any place in particular you would point them to? Yeah. So if somebody really wants to get into the, you know, we'll call it the the nerd speak of the scopes, right? Um, people want to know sub tensions and, you know, what the weights are and all that different different stuff. A lot of the big bullet points are listed on the website, but on all of the sites and scopes pages, there's a thing called the site and scope guide. And I guarantee if you download that Crimson Trace site and scope guide, you're going to have more information. It even goes into the test protocols, all the different testing that we do on the products. Um, So you're going to have more information that you would ever want to know in there. Now we've had some social crossover. I, I had to laugh the other day because when uh, when we were getting some of our promo images done for the Mustang, which is our latest limited edition rifle, uh, paying homage to the uh, P fifty one Mustangs of the forties and beyond, and uh, it, because of the pandemic, we couldn't do our normal. You know, we had started scheduling outside photo shoots. You know, going to different places and doing photo shoots, and so we had to do the, some of the lifestyle photos here. 
before we could get back into the, uh, uh, we had the privilege of going to the Tri-State Warbird Museum and doing some photos there, but we were up against deadlines. And so Kurt and I snuck in and uh, we took some pictures and we had thrown one of your optics on, uh, because it, which looks beautiful, by the way, on, on the Mustang. And it, I had to model, which I'm not a model. And it's like, you know, me doing like a side profile and, and you guys reshared it. And I was like, thank you, Crimson Trace, for showing the back of my head uh, to the <laughs> to, to your following. So anyway, thank you for uh, sharing the photo of the back of my head. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we got, uh, that's one of, that was the 5108. That was the one to eight that we were just talking about that I think you guys threw on top of that guy. Yeah, it was very cool. And I, and I think uh, it, it, you know, when you get into a weird area with folks where people are like, you know, oh, your gun looks stupid. And then other people are like, oh, you got to make your gun look nice. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and th that's just how it is with the firearms community. You know, you get some people that are very open and understanding there is something called taste and preference that right. people are allowed to have. And then there are folks that are like, if you're not like me, you're dumb. Right. And so, but I mean, as far as aesthetics and things go from a digital media standpoint, uh, you know, just, just the stance of it on the rifle, on something like, you know, a full 16 inch, you know, barrel rifle, uh, was really, was really something, uh, cool. And uh, our armory technician installed it, uh, for me so I could kind of run it through its paces and, and see how it felt on the rifle is very cool. Um, now you guys have been so kind, not only to give me some of your time, but you are also going to give away some items for us. Uh, yeah, we figured that since we're here, we might as well give away some of the stuff that we talked about, right? Very cool. So what's the first item up for grabs? Why don't we show them uh, yeah, their so showcase how, showdown? How about we do them from uh, least expensive to most expensive? Is that, <laughs> does that work? That's, that's a great way to go. So we talked about the laser saddle. So um, for all of you guys out there that have um, a Mossberg 500, Mossberg 590, Mossberg Shockwave in 12 or 20 gauge, this will fit your gun. So this is the green laser version. So you can kind of see it there. Very nice. So we got one of those. So we're going to do three prizes. Okay. And then since we talked about the battle site, right? So there we go. We'll give you one of those. And then um, one of our one to fives. Perfect. We're going to do all three, and I'm sure Dustin is going to tell us how we yes. enter. Here's how you do it. So make sure you go and uh, like and follow both Crimson Trace and Faction Firearms on Facebook and Instagram. We will put the links and the at tags here on the screen. But in order to officially uh, get in on the giveaway, you are going to want to subscribe and review us on your favorite podcasting apps. So we are on places like YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and so on. So we will comb through through those and next week pick out a winner so this will drop on friday what day is friday the fifth yep. it'll drop on friday the fifth so any of those follows and uh, subscriptions and comments uh ratings reviews uh will be thrown into the giveaway and that uh, will give you some product links in the show notes as well ryan if people want to find out uh, just some more news and tips and things that are coming up uh you know from crimson trace or want to Definitely follow us on Instagram. You know, I'm usually on there myself all the time, uh, sending out and answering some questions. But um, you guys, I think, are going to want to stick around and see what Crimson Trace has to bring for you coming up here at SHOT Show. I think it's going to be an exciting SHOT Show for us. There is 
quite a few new products. So yeah, follow us on the social media channels. Check out crimsontrace.com. Brand new website coming uh, next month. Very cool. So you'll want to check that out as well. And we're always doing stuff with you guys over there at Faxon because you guys make yeah. some really cool stuff too. So make sure you follow Faxon. You'll wind up seeing some Crimson Trace stuff there as well. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll put those tags up. Don't forget to get in on the giveaway. Make sure you like both Crimson Trace and Faxon Firearms. Rate and review us on your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you so much. It was a and, pleasure. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to like and follow both Facts and Firearms and Crimson Trace on our social media channels. And if you want to get entered into that giveaway, not only do you need to like and follow, but you need to leave a review and rating for our podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave us a review and we will do a drawing to get one of those three great giveaway items from Crimson Trace. Thank you again so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. We want to extend our deepest gratitude to military, police, first responders, and more by saying thank you with special pricing and discounts on all facts and products. Here's how you get started. First, you'll head on over to our website, factsandfirearms.com. From there, you'll want to click Support and Guardian Purchase Program in the drop-down. Then you'll see the instructions on how to get started, so let's just walk through those. First, you'll want to register for an account on our website. If you've already bought something from us on our website before, then this part's already taken care of. Second, you'll want to send a copy of your credentials or some reasonable verification of affiliation to customer service at factionfirearms.com. We get a lot of emails where people are like, hey, will this count? Will this ID count? Will this VA card count? Chances are, yes, a lot of them will count, but make sure you attach an image or a copy of that verification to the email before you even ask customer service. That way they can expedite the process for you. As soon as the account has been created or updated, we will send you an email letting you know that you're ready to go. The discount will be available anytime online when you go to your shopping cart. If you have any more questions, please email customer service at factsandfirearms.com.